0: No doubt. We got knocked to the mat. But we have to get back up for Madison. We're just lacing up for the fight. Thanks for tuning back in. I'm Paul Showens and this is Round 9 of The Fight. Last time, we left off discussing Madison's upcoming birthday party. Due to the recent diagnosis, we wanted to plan something very special for Madison's 7th birthday. So. We asked Madison what kind of party she would want and she instantly answered, Star Wars. Yeah, that's definitely my kid. I knew just how to make this memorable, but I needed a lot of help and I knew just who to go to. Anthony Iglesias is the gentleman I've run into multiple times. He's the co-owner of Syracuse Martial Arts Academy in the Shopping Town Mall. It's a great studio, you should go check it out. Take a class. Anthony is a very passionate guy. He takes his craft very seriously. He's also an accomplished musician and a huge fan of Star Wars, and it's what he's done with this love of Star Wars that brought him into Madison's world. Anthony took his love of Star Wars and merged it with his passion for the martial arts. Every Saturday, the Syracuse Martial Arts Academy becomes the Gathering of Sabers. There, Anthony instills the ideals of saber combat with real-world kung fu techniques. The students learn discipline and are tested. Those who excel move up the ranks. It's not just about the class, though. These folks are all friends and, dare I say, family. They all embrace the culture. That's how I met them. At a comic book convention in town. I was there for Geekpod. They were set up to promote the club. Their table has these really cool dual banners. One is Anthony in his Jedi garb. The other, Anthony in his Sith armor. There was a small monitor set up on the table running video of some of their training sessions. It was all really cool stuff and the people representing it they were all in costumes. See, Gathering of Sabers isn't just a combat class. It's also a cosplay club. Each of the students have created their own characters and have costumes to go along with it. They all do really great work and take it very seriously. It was at one of these events that I sprung the idea on Anthony. Hey, have you ever thought about doing a party at the studio? He clearly was hesitant until I explained who it was for. He leapt at the idea after that. Soon we were hashing out ideas, figuring out the date, and getting busy putting it into motion. We worked independently on setting things up and would keep checking in with each other. He'd tell me that he was working on having some characters there, but he'd be vague about it. He wanted to maintain the surprise for all of us. It was during one of these chats that he mentioned an interesting encounter that would affect us. Anthony mentioned to me that a reporter had stopped into the studio. They'd been talking and Anthony told him about the birthday party, and in turn about Madison and her situation. Apparently this caught Scott's attention. Scott is the reporter from the Post Standard, our local newspaper. Anthony wanted to give me Scott's number in case I wanted to talk to him. I thought about it for a while and texted Scott to introduce myself. Scott texted me back a few days later and requested an interview with the family. We talked it over and decided that we'd do the interview. We made arrangements for Scott to come to the house the following Tuesday. That was February the 7th. So let's hop ahead to that evening. Scott arrives and greets us all. He's a nice guy and something about him immediately starts to put you at ease. He's making small talk, especially with the kids, while he sets up the equipment in our living room. He quickly goes over what is going to happen and asks if we're ready. Kristen and I exchange a quick glance and nod. The interview goes about as expected. He asks us all to talk a bit about ourselves and then the focus is mainly on Madison's condition. We can definitely tell that this is going to be a human interest piece. Scott ends the interview, packs up, and thanks us. On his way out, he asks if he can cover the party as well, which we give him our permission to Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, I purposely wore my geek pod shirt for the interview. Yeah, I was that guy. So the day the party finally arrives. It's a snowy Saturday morning, and I'm rushing through the Shopping Town Mall with the last-minute decorations and a duffel bag containing my, well, let's say party outfit. Kristen and the kids had driven separately. I wanted to get there in time to witness the initial surprise, but I missed it by mere seconds. I've seen the video, though, so I can tell you all about it. Madison, dressed in her Ray costume, was led to the entrance by Kristen and Kylie, both dressed as Princess Leia, hair buns and all. The trio of heroines were greeted at the entrance of the studio by an assortment of characters from a galaxy far, far away. There were Imperial officers, stormtroopers, Jedi, Sith, Darth, freakin' Vader and droids. An honest-to-God R2D2 astromech droid was rolling around and interacting with the kids. The look on their faces was priceless. This wasn't a birthday party. This was Star Wars. Not gonna lie, I cried. Wept like a little baby at the outpouring of support for my little girl. I can never express how appreciative I am to every single person who donated their time to us, and I made some great friends that day, too. So I excused myself and got into my costume and joined the party. I made quite a Dashing Jedi if I do say so myself. The party was amazing, the kids played and interacted with the characters, the food was great and the cake was unbelievable. The event culminated with saber training led by Master Iglesias. He gathered the kids into the center of the studio and ordered them all at the ready with their provided sabers. I had been on a week long mission to visit every dollar store in the area and clean them out of their plastic laser swords so we would have enough for all the attendees as anthony surveyed his class he stopped dead and focused on madison he motioned to her weapon and asked her is that your lightsaber she giggled and replied yes he asked if he could see it she handed it to him anthony looked over the small plastic laser sword and made a face and shook his head he looks madison in the eye and says this won't do as he reaches into his robes and produces a custom-made saber from ultra sabers and presents it to a wide-eyed Madison. Now, let me tell you about this saber. It's heavy duty. It's a real combat saber. It can withstand impact. Anthony was telling me that this thing could crack a skull, seriously, and I purposely ordered it for my seven-year-old. What I had done was covertly gotten Madison to choose what she would want in a saber. She wanted to have a black hilt and an orange blade. That's exactly what she got. Once she had her elegant weapon for a more civilized time in hand, the training commenced. Master Anthony took the kids through about 20 minutes of exercises and then released them for piñata time, and then cake and presents. So many presents, and not just from us. Many of the people that volunteered to entertain as characters brought her gifts as well. I was really moved by their kindness, and I'm happy to say that I consider all of them my friends to this day. The party wrapped up shortly after that. Everyone had a great time, and it was truly a magical day that we'll never forget. This was just the beginning of some much-needed stress relief, but we'll talk about the rest of that next time. Join me back here for Episode 10, Celebration. Until then, I'm Paul Showens, and we're just lacing up for the fight. production this episode was written produced hosted and mixed by paul Showens. that's me script editing courtesy of tim Connors and kaylee galiano theme music is come flight by fleslet courtesy of the creative commons license. if you like what we're doing here leave us a review on itunes or visit our website www.thefight.geekpod.com where you can reach out to us and find out much more about this awful terrible disease